Good morning. Today is Monday, February 7th, 2022. Robert Fulgram said, If you break your neck, if you have nothing to eat, if your house is on fire, then you've got a problem. Everything else is an inconvenience. Life is inconvenient. Life is lumpy. A lump in the oatmeal, a lump in the throat, and a lump in the breast are not the same kind of lump. One needs to learn the difference. I heard this story from Rabbi Baruch Liederman. There was a woman whose son, Jamie, was trying out for a part in the school play. And Jamie told his mother that he had his heart set on being selected, but his mother was a little worried that he was not going to be chosen. And so she was a little anxious the day that the parts were announced to pick him up from school that afternoon. And when she came to school, her son Jamie rushed out and his eyes were shining with pride and with excitement. And he said, guess what, mom? I have been chosen to clap and cheer. I heard this story from Rabbi Biederman. So there was a man... <clears throat> true story, who went to New York. He was doing some business in New York and he had to go to uh, a not so nice part of New York City. And he was in his car and he had to leave his car for a short amount of time, which is not such a smart thing to do. And he did something else very not smart. He left something on the seat of the car. He left a, um, a, a music player like a like a uh, a digital uh, music player and an envelope that contained forty thousand dollars. So there's an envelope, and then there's this digital this this uh, digital gadget on top. It was not such a smart thing to do. Uh, maybe he didn't realize, but he went up to do whatever he had come for. He came back down and it's not surprising to me, his window was smashed. His window was smashed. The recorder, the digital recorder was stolen, but the envelope was still there. And he was so thankful, so grateful that, that the $40,000 was still there. And he told Rabbi Biederman, had the $40,000 not been there and it just would have been this recorder that was stolen, he would have been very upset. His window was smashed. This gadget that he had was stolen. But now that he realizes it could have been so much worse and it was only the recorder, it was only the windshield, but the $40,000, he was overjoyed at his good fortune. Being able to choose your perspective on anything in life, on a person, on an event, 
on a feeling. Being able to choose your perspective is so important, especially because we so often fail to see how doable it is. Very often, we're just not in the habit of thinking that our perspective or our attitude is something that we can choose, but we can. So here's the same lesson from our Parsha. In general, in Jewish life, there is a preference for the right side over the left side. It has to do with a certain procedure of how the sacrifices were offered in the Beit HaMikdash, in the Holy Temple. But as a general rule, in Jewish life, we put our right shoe on before our left shoe. In general, we prefer the right. If there's a fork in the road, here's my suggestion. Go to the right. Go to the right. There's a verse Famous verse, Orech yamim bimina bismola Length of days is in your right hand, and wealth and honor is in your left hand. Orech yamim is not just length of days, but it's eternal life, it's spiritual life, it's Torah wisdom is on the right. Wealth and honor is on the left. And that pattern, which is pervasive in Jewish life, is particularly curious when we consider our Torah portion and the discussion of the Mishkan, the sanctuary that was built by the Jewish people, traveled with them in the desert and for the first 400 years and then became the Beit HaMikdash, the Holy Temple. First one, the second one, we're waiting for the third one. But the layout of the room itself was constant for the entire period. So as you enter, and of course only a Kohen at that time was allowed to enter, so I never would have been able to enter to begin with, but if a person would enter, so the first thing you would see is the Mizbeach Hazav, the golden altar on which incense were offered. That was the first item. At the very back would be the Kodesh HaKadoshin, the Holy of Holies, with the Aaron, the Ark, containing the Aseris Adibros, the two tablets of stone. That was in the very back. On the left side is the menorah. And on your right side is the Shulchan, the table. Now, it's curious because the menorah symbolizes spirituality, eternality, symbolized by the flame lit by the Kohen every day. The shulchan, the table on which were placed the 12 loaves of bread, that symbolized the material well-being, the plentifulness that the Jewish people hoped for. But it's very strange if, in general, we see the right as being more important and spiritual and everlasting than the left, why is it in the Mishkan that when we walk in, we see the menorah, which is about eternality and spirituality on the left, and the shulchan, the table, which is about 
material plenty on the right. Why does that have the position of honor when it should be reversed? Rabbi David Feinstein gives the following answer. The problem is our perspective. We're looking at it from our point of view as human beings who are walking into the front of the room. The menorah is on the left. The shulchan is on the right. But from God's point of view, remember, the Torah tells us God's presence dwells above the Aron, above the Ark, from the Kodesh HaKadoshim, from the Holy of Holies. From God's perspective, the menorah is on the right, where it belongs. And the Shulchan is on the left, where it belongs. This is such an important lesson in every single area of life. To look at events in our life, at choices in our life, at opportunities in our life, from God's perspective. Instead of, whenever we face a dilemma, asking, what do I want? Perhaps we should be asking, what does God want of me at this moment? It's so important that we try to train ourselves to look at something from a different perspective, from a different point of view, because otherwise we get stuck. So either we should try to look at things from God's point of view. We should always do that. But also, in other instances, to be able to see something from a different point of view than we initially thought. This last story I heard from my father of blessed memory many years ago. He told me the story of a man who was confined to a wheelchair, but he always had a smile on his face. And someone once asked him, how do you maintain that cheerfulness in spite of the disability that you have? And the man said, suppose someone lent you a million dollars. And one day they come to collect and they ask for a hundred thousand of it back. Wouldn't you be overjoyed that they didn't ask for the entire amount back? So much depends on our perspective, on our point of view. And it is within our hands to choose what that point of view will be. My friends, I want to wish you a wonderful day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.